You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is 11-11-22. It's a math problem. And this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Here we are tonight to talk about SmackDown on the road to Survivor Series War Games. Rampage on the road to Full Gear. Alfred, Issa, are we all feeling oozy tonight? Always. Very oozy. No Sami Zayn. Yeah, but Roman Reigns was there, so that's like extra oosiness. That's like getting two extra shots of oosiness on your coffee. It's true. We did. We did have the second most popular member of the bloodline, Excuse Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> Those people really did want Sammy. By the way, I keep on forgetting that the turning the camera off to protest is an us thing. I almost did it to Justin Labar on Wednesday, and I was like, yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't get the job. Yeah, no, no, that's ours. That's, that's, <laughs> this is our thing. <laughs> that is the property of the Wrestling Inc. podcast on Fridays. And Tuesdays. And Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk some wrestling. Alfred, what's going on in the news? Honestly, I usually say this as a joke, but it really has been a very slow news week. AEW Dynamite came out with the ratings. They were up 930,000, up from 911 against the World Series, 911,000 to be clear, and uh, up for <laughs> up 11% in the demo, 417,000 viewers in the demo for AEW Dynamite. So pretty solid numbers, but uh, below a million. Looks like they're in kind of a malaise ahead of Full Gear. We'll have to see what they do on the Go Home Show for Full Gear. But are you excited for that event, Isa? Yeah, I'm going to be attending Full Gear Live. I always have fun. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to be in for a long show if it's the way that the pay-per-views have gone. But I always find AEW shows much more fun in person. They feel, I don't know what it is, but there's a good energy in the building, especially a sold-out crowd. The, the, the pay-per-views do very well. I mean, I got to go to New York, but we can talk about that separately. Um, but yeah, I think I think AEW has found their audience. The 900,000, you know, somewhere in there is, is consistent. Now it's a matter of growing it, but they do have an audience that stays and tune in every week, so good for them. I think, I think everybody talks about no million, no growth, but also keeping a consistent number is very hard to do especially in 18 to 49 which is a very important number yeah yeah okay yeah, like, right. <laughs> I, just, I just with radio talk it's just at this point i mean come on like yeah that was really only to, it, we don't have to focus on the ratings i was just what about full gear does that excite you in terms of aew glenn yeah oh absolutely i was looking at tonight and uh Man, that card is stacked. That that pay-per-view might go on longer than it's taking to count all the ballots in Nevada and Arizona. <laughs> Very timely joke there, Glenn. 
I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm only excited so far about what they do with MJF. I could see it going either way. We voted on my community. A lot of you voted in terms of MJF should be heel. 80% of you, I believe. And I think they should turn him heel, but I don't know. And he that is here. He's going to be heel. He's going to be sure. heel, but I'm excited to see him uh, win the world title. Yeah, a I lot think of people it's, it's long overdue for him. Has to have pushing behind the scenes that he should be a babyface, but I do think he still has a lot of heel left in him. He needs to have a heel world title run before he's a babyface, I think. Times and have changed, and it's okay to it's okay to share the the heel. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. This is this is not boo the bad guy. Like, times have changed, and and the bad guys do tend to get sheer now. Okay, I agree that we are in a different time, but I don't think that means you should push to have the bad guy cheered. If it happens like with an MJF and he's over and he's playing his character, okay, and that's just kind of an added bonus. But at yeah. the same time, I really do love seeing bad guys who the crowd hates in sync with them as heels. That, I think, will drive a wrestling promotion. Uh, I think Braun Strowman could be that guy in AEW, as I said on my <laughs> bit, on Pro Wrestling Bits. If he walked in AEW, those people would effing hate him, and I'd be fine with it. Like, those types of heels, I think there's always a place in wrestling for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm very excited for MJF to be AEW world champion. Yeah, he's got to win. I would, I think it'll be a very, very uh, turbulent moment in the AEW fandom if MJF does not beat John Moxley here. Yeah. It seems like uh, Moxley's great, but Moxley's going to be AEW champion. Sure. Three more times before he retires. Yeah. And he doesn't need it. He doesn't. And if he's not, it's okay. He's already solidified himself. I think uh, he's going to go up from here, but he's already a top star. He does not need that belt. Wow. Sega Genesis, $20 super <laughs> chat. Hell yeah. I put up with I Jeff Jarrett. I put up with Jeff Jarrett and the Four Horsemen, NWO 2000, et cetera. It's 2022. I am not <laughs> spending $50 on a pay-per-view with Jeff Jarrett wrestling on the card. I'll put up with a lot, but after 30 years, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is getting a check from everybody except Sega Genesis. That's what he's saying. <laughs> he gets check in WWE, Impact Wrestling, AEW, but Sega's like, nope, not me. You're not getting my money, brother. Good for you. <laughs> Sega has been having this uh, Jeff Jarrett uh, rants here on Wrestling Inc. I see your chats on Wednesdays too. And listen, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Who doesn't want to pay $50 to see youngsters like Sting and Jeff Jarrett go at it in a pay-per-view? NWA full gear. You're making this sound like Impact Wrestling, you know? Uh, <laughs> there's more. But yes, there, there, it is weird that there's a little bit of, a little bit of impact in AEW. Um, our final story, there's a story about celebrities at WrestleMania. It's LA. It's Nick Khan. He's going to have a lot of connections, but The Rock is the connection. I think that is the celebrity that he should get, and there continues to be speculation there. But headed into SmackDown, we did see Bray Wyatt, and it looks like, this is kind of surprising to me, Bray Wyatt behind the scenes is pushing to bring back Bo Dallas and Eric Rowan, also known as Eric Redbeer on the Indies. I was surprised that there isn't already an agreement to have Bo Dallas in the fold, because as we know, this is going to be a long-term storyline. I do see Bo Dallas becoming the other fiend, and the fact that he's not there yet means that maybe they are still planning this out. So Bo Dallas and Eric Redbeard, does this excite you about the Wyatt Six, Issa? Yeah, I always, I did always want to see uh, Bray work with Bo Dallas just because of the family connection and just to see a different side of Bo Dallas. Um, and and Eric Redbeer, it makes sense, right? They've been together since day one. But I don't know if he's going to need them now that he's going to recruit uh, Glenn's favorite wrestler, LA Knight. I mean, he might not need these people having LA Knight. I'm telling you, Andrade is going to come back and they're going to be El Bray Knight. 
all WWE did all that all that spending the money for that pun. It's worth El Bray Knight. Yes, that's why. That's why Maximum Male Models like he had to leave for El Bray Knight. Yeah. Straight to the top. WrestleMania main event. <laughs> By the way, I'm just gonna get this out of the way now. I was gonna save this for later. But everyone who is like, oh, LA Knight, this is great. Everyone who like the two people that disagreed with me when on my LA Knight rant weeks ago, just like yeah, yeah, straight straight to the top to be squashed by Bray Wyatt in this feud. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny because him being face to face with Bray Wyatt before I saw what they did with it, I was easily the biggest moment of his WWE NXT main roster career so far. But by the end of this, I was like, oh, this might be the worst too. <laughs> like this might be the low point for him as well. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like. Cannabis's uh, high water mark was uh, losing to LL Cool J in that. Yeah, feud. yeah, very, very talented, uh, uh, underrated rapper. But had that not happened, we might be in a different universe with uh, cannabis. It, you know what the problem with that was that he didn't follow it up with a hot album. Yeah, yeah. If the, if his album had been great, then it would have been like, oh, this was a launching pad. It was I do think he had a stench on him, though, and I don't think people maybe gave it the chance. I, I, I'm not going to argue that it was a hot album. It was decent, but I think he had the stink on him by then. And then he blamed Clef for, like, it was his fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast is 50% wrestling, 40% hip-hop. Oh, yeah. What's the other? From the 80s and 90s. 10% scripts. 10% scripts. 9% right. script, 1% reggaeton. Shout out to Bad Bunny winning Apple's Music Artist of the Year of 2022. Thank you very much. Oh, Trevor Smith has a good point. If his name was LL Knight, he would like to <laughs> Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a Genesis. Wow. <laughs> talk in the 20s. Make, talk in the 20s like he's making it rain. Sega oh. has extra money because Sega's not buying the pay per view, so you know, yeah. leave it to us. It's okay. Sega, you didn't spend all oh, your yeah. money on Sonic Tuesday this week. Um, uh, you know, I was at the original Sonic Tuesday launch. Uh, Mario Lopez was there at oh. the Burbank Toys R Us. Yes, shout out to Slater. Many people made the joke Mario at a Sega event at least a dozen times oh, God. at that event. Uh, Sega Genesis $20 saying I'll find another way to watch every other match on AEW full goal. Ooh, that's like a I'll find another way to watch every other match my prediction is that Regal will turn heel and join MJF MJF is such a young New York version of Lord Steven Regal I could see Regal wanting to turn heel yeah I think it's going to be Regal and MJF I mean maybe the firm gets involved somehow but I really want to see Regal and MJF yeah, that was my prediction as well I share a video on Twitter where I talked about how I've been thinking this was meant to happen since that day Regal debuting AEW and the way that he treated Moxley compared to how he treated Brian. So I can see that happening and I'm excited for it. Hey, you know what I just thought of? If he was L L Knight, he could say, doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. <laughs> this is all we do on this podcast is we just pitch angles. That's all we do. You know what I want? I want the firm to take a page from the movie, The Firm, and have uh, Arn Anderson be like, 
Wilford uh, Brimley's character and just threaten other wrestlers. We <laughs> say, you know, your wife comes home and she gets that lady's home journal. She thinks she's reaching the mail and she sees photos, all sorts of intimate acts, the oral and whatnot. That can be hard for a trusting wife to forgive and impossible to forget. <laughs> like, Wilford, just sell me some oatmeal and talk to me about diabetes, man. Diabetes. Don't need to hear Wilford Brimley talking about oral sex. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> firm solid movie that we don't talk about enough these very days. good movie so let's talk about smackdown tonight let's let's get into it smackdown this best first hour of wrestling in smackdown in quite some time I and mean, this is like pure wrestling for the first hour of the show it's a good call peak. i agree peak premature ejaculation all over <laughs> for that first 40 minutes of SmackDown. <laughs> we like doing this podcast, Isa. We like doing this podcast together. She said for premature. Premature, yeah. You know, because they, they, I thought they were going to main event. I like how the show ended, but I really thought they were going to leave the main event in the Us for the Usos in the New Day. So I was very shocked when they announced on social media they were going to kick off. And I was ready. Like I sat down thinking, oh, we're going to start with a banger. <laughs> Of a like match, and I was excited. Issa replied to the WWE account, like, that's very oozy of them. <laughs> <laughs> very, very oozy of the WWE to give Alfred, us that match right off the bat. This was like your equivalent of saying, like, why don't you come over to the waiting room first, then we'll go to Applebee's later. I know. I know. It's very backwards. It's not really how that usually works. But yeah. I have done that before, you know? Sometimes the, the Wow, room what a gentleman. What a gentleman. You know, we still go to Applebee's, though. Something like, you know. Some chicken wonton tacos, you know, afterwards. Yeah, you know, like, I spot. sure am tired. I got things to do in the morning. <laughs> so, yes, the Usos and the New Day started this off. Man, when they keep them apart for even a little bit of time, it's amazing how great their matches are when they're not doing this every week. Oh, yeah. When they take New Day serious, like they haven't really been doing much with New Day over the past, I mean, at least year. And uh, so when they take him seriously, they're excellent. And I really do think they should turn heel. And I think they might be teasing that because there were a couple of times where, you know, they were kind of hammering it over your head. Oh, they're getting frustrated. We've never seen them like this. So hopefully they turn New Day heel because I just need them to be reinvigorated somehow. Glenn, what color energy is that that you're drinking today? I am drinking a hop tea. And this is oh, okay. tea with hops, so it's like a beer, but it's no alcohol. But it is uh, the white, white tea. tea. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer right there. <laughs> I knew this. I knew when I read white for this. <laughs> I normally, I really like their green tea is my favorite that they have. Uh, the followed by the black tea and then the white tea. Oh, okay. White tea is okay. Black tea is just number two. The green tea is pretty good. I like the. I think the taste of green tea tastes more like beer. So when you're drinking it with when you're drinking black tea, you can you know that you're drinking tea like it just you can taste it. We uh, have ample amounts of black tea here at the waiting room. <laughs> so anyway, um, new day is delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I had, had a big some, like, I had some earlier today. Not big the Earl Grey or English breakfast or. Oh, I love Earl Grey for sure. Green tea, but I'm telling you, this this hop tea, this hop lark, if you, if you haven't tried these, like if you're trying to quit drinking or you just want a beer Never. but you don't want that's the effects, a, like this, so close, this is better than 
This is better than any non-alcoholic beer I've ever had. Mm. Like in the sense of it's just got that sort of foamy lager richness to it, but it's tea. Right. It's caffeine. It's technically will give you energy. Good stuff. So um yeah. Uso's New Day. This was phenomenal. Loved Uso's winning. But I gotta say, so Sami Zayn, they they had to say a few times, like he's out tonight on a personal dealing with a personal matter. I try, I tried, I just want everybody to know that I was concerned for uh, our honorary Uso. I tried to text that number that Johnny Knoxville leaked, like you know, during WrestleMania. However, that number is no longer in service. But I did try to check in on Sami Zayn. I just want everybody to know that I did my duty as the first lady of the island of relevancy and checked, but he has changed his phone number since then. Wow. Breaking news story from Isa. You're welcome. There you go. Um, but it's it's hard, like, because you could tell the crowd. I mean, yeah. People were expecting Sammy to interfere with this match. Like, that was a lot of the speculation online. His I wasn't. Present, um, really? I wasn't. Only be, yeah, only because there was a lot at stake here. And we've seen these two teams go at it and put on bangers without needing any kind of outside interference. Um, I I like the new day becoming extra aggressive and frustrated in the teeth of a heel turn. At the same time, they're fighting to keep their legacy, their you know their record. So I did expect the new day to leave it all out there. This was incredible. There, you even even you said when you keep them apart, even when they're doing back to back matches, none of their matches feel the same. And that's something that you have to give them credit. A lot of people wanna bitch about how many times we've seen them wrestle each other on a hundred times it doesn't matter every time it feels different and fresh and that should get some recognition and i just love the story of the new day trying their best to keep that record you know to keep it under their name and this was an exciting way to open the show i felt bad for whoever had to follow it honestly yeah well after the usos won shinsuke nakamura versus santos escobar in a first round of match for the smackdown world cup tournament um it seemed like a pretty good match to follow it yeah, I like how they're doing this too. They're really kind of copying the AEW All Atlantic Championship model, where they're going to get somebody from a different country around the world and do a World Cup. Just thankfully, they're not making another belt out of it. But I like what they're putting into it. It's a very well produced tournament, and I hope Sami Zayn wins. And if not, I hope we get Braun versus Mustafa Ali. Please, with Mustafa going over. Yeah, there is. There is sort of the... He needs to do a yes. flippy finishing move on him. <laughs> Yeah, there is sort of like a Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter the movie quality to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. The Shinsuke Nakamura fit was so on point tonight. Oh, my God. The little, the little Bumblebee vibes that we had going on. Amazing. By the way, somebody in the chat recommended a while ago uh, Street Fighter The Legend of Chun Li with Chris Klein that came out like in 2008. Really? Yeah. I heard it was that- horrible. It is so horrible, but so like you need to watch this movie. Okay. Yeah. Chris Klein. <laughs> Should be in every movie acting the way that he's acting, and like he's so over the top. It was Who's, incredible. Who does he play? He plays Charlie Nash. Oh, so yeah, that's, Charlie, the, the, yeah. the bootleg Guile. Yeah, yes, the exactly, exactly. So my wife knows nothing about Street Fighter. We were flipping channels. That was on. We watched the entire thing, and I was like, "Well, if you love that, you need to watch Street Fighter the movie," which we watched the next night, and uh, I'd forgotten how incredible that was possibly better than all of the above and spoiler alert spoiler alert if you play street fighter alpha and you beat the game with charlie he dies in his epilogue and it broke my heart as a child it's very legit traumatizing moment for me as a child i had never seen a video game character die like that but he dies if you beat the game with charlie are you okay now or are you still recovering i'm still recovering i'll never be okay 
Well, didn't yeah. he come back as like Shadow is like a haunting entity? As he did kind of come back, but it wasn't the same thing. And I think yeah. he had like a thing on his eye, and I didn't like it. So, so Charlie's your go-to in Street Fighter? No, he wasn't, but he just died, okay. and I didn't expect it. It was just a horrible moment. Street Fighter 2, Issa, do you have a go-to character? I do not. Mine is Akuma. I will wreck anybody with Akuma. It doesn't what, about the classic? Akuma. what about in the classic Street Fighter 2? Oh, Ryu. I, I used to call him Ryu, but all the nerds yeah, say I know. it's Ryu, Ryu, uh, Ryu. However you pronounce his name. It's classic. It's classic. I always like playing as uh, Cami or Guile, usually. Uh, I would just Vega, too. I love Vega. Vega's dope. With Vega. But I hate when you play against like someone Vega. just Blanca and they're just like spamming the electricity. Oh, God. The worst. That and E Honda too with the hand. Yes. <laughs> I was talking about this on Game Boys to Men. Like there was no shame, no more shame than like playing against someone that was really good with like Dalsim. Like there'd always be that case of that one dude that could just smoke everybody. Yeah. Because Dalsim. I respect people who are good with Dalsim and Vega because they don't have any. Oh, okay, Dalsim does, but Vega doesn't have any fireballs he can throw or anything. You got to legitimately know how to like time. His moveset is very hard to learn. Yeah. Half circles. Guy's the same way. Yeah. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, what's next for Carrying Cross? That's a good, you know, what is next for Carrying Cross? That's a good, I mean, he's probably going to have a rubber match with Drew McIntyre now that they're at one to one. And if Drew wins, I think it'll tell me that they kind of gave up on this guy as a potential top star. And if he wins, then maybe he moves on and he becomes a, a contender. I think it'll be very telling at the Royal Rumble how he gets booked there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not sure what's next for Karrion Cross. I mean, the only time that we've seen him in the main event after his debut was that one time that he aggressively threw a water bottle at Drew McIntyre during uh, <laughs> Smash at the Castle. They um, flew him all the way to London to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would do it too if, if I get a free <laughs> ticket to London, you know, all but right. I, I hope that they have something planned for him because I'm glad that he has that presentation, but after they because he debuted in the middle of a main event segment with Roman Reigns, but then after that, I'm, I'm not sure that this feud with Drew McIntyre has done much for him. Yeah, um, great match with uh Shinsuke and Santos, though. And Santos getting the win, I did not predict that. I think that me and you guys should start going to SmackDowns and start the Legato chants with the entrance yeah. music. We need to make it happen. I'm sick and tired of that song playing without the crowd singing. The song okay so we need to get it started we need to get the movement started of the legato being chanted as they make their way to the ring but also Let's match, do it yes yeah we've got to do that and then post it and start this movement because it just doesn't hit right when they're not chanting it agreed and in the end it wasn't a good crowd today but i was a little bit disappointed that they didn't sing that part yeah what the, okay so the other uh oh Heated Street Fighter debates going on. Oh, Dream Realm Studios saying button masters use Blanca E Honda. Yeah, <laughs> screw those guys. I've never, I don't think I've ever played with E Honda in my life. I think Super Street Fighter is my favorite release because I really like the four new characters. Like, they I really are. like EJ, Cammy, uh, T Hawk. Native American, T Hawk. Yeah, T Hawk yeah. is a man. Yeah, T Hawk's great. Um, so much fun. Um, Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, oh. So wait. Here's the. Here's almost like the low key biggest story tonight, though. How many other wrestling promotions did commentary mention tonight, including them putting over Shinsuke's match versus oh, yeah. Great Muda? Uh, that's gonna happen New Year's Day at Pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah, Forbidden Door and Triple H's era. So, and we're probably gonna get Carl Anderson going back to New Japan, yeah. even though all these people are crying, saying, "Oh, WWE is gonna keep that belt." Or whatever they were saying, that he's not going to go back and they were not going to do business. We're probably going to get Carl Anderson going back to New Japan to drop the never open weight title, which would have never happened under Vince. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so is this after- a forbidden door now, like an automatic door? Legit question. Like now you just gotta stand there and it opens. Like I don't even. And then like air hits you in the face when you walk in. Yeah, like the AC, especially if you're in Puerto Rico, that feels good, you know. But I don't feel like it's like a wooden door anymore. Like it's not Bray Wyatt making his entrance. Now it's more of a mall entrance, and it kind of opens at any time, you know. Anybody can get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody can get it. (laughs) I remember when the forbidden door was forbidden, but now it's trendy. Like everyone's like, "Ooh, the forbidden door." I'm into the forbidden door. I like Everywhere. it because it just makes it more likely that we get some type of AEW versus WWE collaboration, which I do think will happen in our lifetime. Wait, what do you just say? I think in our lifetime, we're going to get AEW versus WWE in some capacity. Okay. I mean, I, I don't, I think, no, I do think anything is possible. I would just, in my brain, honestly, I'm trying to picture TK's reaction when they call him to ask for that and how much he'll mark out. <laughs> Definitely mark out. I know. Yeah. Guess who just called me? <laughs> Paul just called me, you guys. It will leak. It will leak to the dirt sheets like that because he's not gonna be able to keep it to himself. Yeah. <laughs> He'll tweet about it right after it happens. I mean, they they couldn't get Billy Gunn on the DX reunion on turn. Like, there's a long ways to go. Not really. He was there for the taking. That was really WWE's end that kind of held things up because they didn't want to mention AEW. Yeah, but that's what I'm TV. saying. Like, like it's not happening. If that if they couldn't make that work, like we're a ways off still. No, I disagree. If they got that far and all it took was an AEW reference, I think that we're at least on speaking terms. It's not like these two parties are in a cold war and they're not talking. I think yeah. WWE has all the leverage, but I do think that WWE is going to get sold eventually. And when it stops being about wrestling politics and more about, no, no, you guys are fighting. Like, it's almost like if Marvel and DC were owned by the same company. They're not going to say, oh, we can't have Batman fight Spider-Man. No, 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 we're doing the Batman Spider-Man movie. Like, you know, whether you like it or not. They've done crossovers usually when business is down and they're both like, we both need a boost. Um, Sega Genesis is saying someone's, uh, someone has to have done a Vega cosplay. Yeah, Zelina Vega, didn't she come out with the mask and the claw? She did. Yeah, she did. Maybe the women's rumble? It was not a royal rumble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Unfortunately, she ended up under the ring getting, uh, I don't even know what... uh, Hornswoggle did to her, but that was a creepy spot. But yeah, it was that night. <laughs> um, so then we had the segment that will forever be known as L Bray Knight. <laughs> Backstage, LA Knight, America's sweetheart, was saying his catchphrases. He did say whose game is it? When someone pretty when we were trying to figure out what his catchphrases were. So but I think one of them was like, whose game is it? Like, yes. That, that's his thing. That is his thing. Now we know that's his thing um we've confirmed it so he was uh doing his thing and then bray Wyatt came in at first i was like bray needs subtitles like i can't figure out what the hell bray is saying yeah, i can always understand bray Wyatt, glenn maybe you're just not part of the cult he, he's doing the jake roberts thing where you talk very low so that it draws people in so that you really have no, to concentrate no, you have to you have to if you if you you know if you've been writing with Bray since day one you'll be able to understand him no matter what i normally can it was just a little 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 extra husky with his voice tonight i like what i like that choice of words that you used there yes um but first we saw that first we saw the tease on the screen like they've been doing and LA Knight actually acknowledged it and was like get that crap out of here I actually yeah. laughed and Knight told him to get lost <laughs> and go play with the, his puppets yeah, yeah. I know how they did the transition too by the way and I thought that was very disrespectful I liked how LA Knight was like I don't know where you put those puppets <laughs> 
whatever gives you pleasure. Like, yeah, whatever gives like you that, pleasure. I was like, I was like, yo, that's just a mistake you're making, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought this was gonna be a big moment for him, but just judging by how this went, I don't think it's gonna be a big deal for LA Knight. But do you take this as a spray kind of recruiting people because spray oh, yeah. is insinuated to it, right? Like, what are you willing to do? To, are you willing to do what it takes to earn respect? Like, I feel like Bray's now backstage, kind of like feeling people out and recruiting. And this, they should, because they're doing the two War Games match. I hope they don't do away with Survivor Series elimination altogether. And if they really build to it and you get Team Bray after he's built it up for a few weeks against whoever he goes against, I think that'd you be very interesting. Weeks. You have two weeks. I mean, I guess yeah, three. They years should have been doing it. Instead of repeating yeah. his promos, they should have been doing this yeah, for the last couple months. Recruiting yeah. a stable, if it's like Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, like why not throw Madcap Moss in there? Just really go all the superstars for his, uh, you know, Wyatt Six. I mean, yeah, the look on Issa's face says everything about this. Like, that, it, like bring Bo Dallas and Eric back and let Bray have complete control. Or like, keep him alone. Or keep him by Or keep him alone, even better. Plus, or, it looks like Emma's recruiting Matt Katmos. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Sheed Black saying a lot of good games came out the past two weeks. Bayonetta 3, Sonic Frontiers. Um, oh, and the Atari 50th anniversary. Oh, nice. Game came out today, which is an archive of classic Atari games. I've, I've heard okay. great things about it. I think I'm going to get that later tonight and uh, load that up. Do some uh, retro gaming. Um, Cheat Blackbuck 99 Super Chat also saying Neo is one of the hardest games I've ever played. I don't know, man. I, you know, I was talking about this on Game Boys to Men about Minor 2049er from back in the 80s that I never got past level nine on that. Reloaded it up on an emulator. Still can't beat that game. 40 years now, I can't beat that game. I'll tell you one thing, Metal Gear Solid is impossible to beat without a walkthrough. And I challenge anybody to beat it for the first time without a walkthrough because there are so many things you have to do in that game that you really are impossible to figure out on your own. Yeah. The kids don't know how hard games were before the era of walkthroughs. We had to call them the Nintendo Fun Club Hotline, which was the 800 number. And then they started charging for it. And they would never give you a straight answer. Is you would be like, hey, in the Legend of Zelda, I can't find the hidden cave, and they would be like, try deploying explosives in the northwest portion of the map. I'm like, just tell me where it is. I don't need like your cryptic riddle to try and figure out how to get to the next spot in the game. You know, you would actually buy the manuals too. Remember, they came out with the books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Games, and you were like buying to try to learn all the cheat codes and all the stuff you had to tips do. and tricks. I remember. Yeah, I had my first job at Sam Goody, and I remember we set up, like, the gaming section. We had, like, the, the gaming books, and that that was so, like, crazy. And I was like, ha nerds. And then I started <laughs> playing and realized that I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, guys, I don't have... Is what I said, okay? I was I was working there for to get a discount on my NSYNC and Backstreet Boys CDs. I wasn't there for the gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Sheet Black 499 saying the original Mega Man series hard as hell. You need that game genie. Hey. Yeah. Mega Man is one of the hardest games of all time. Yeah. I never, even with the game genie, I had a hard time beating Mega Man. So, okay. So if you go to Jeff Gerstmann's YouTube channel, we released a free uh, half episode of Game Boys to Men where we talk about me being an expert witness in the game genie trial. So if you want to know like oh. the full story of the game genie, my involvement in that, like that's on Jeff Gerstmann's YouTube I channel. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check that out. Nintendo didn't want the Game Genie release. They were like, it's going to ruin games by making them too easy. And I got to I got to testify in federal court against Nintendo. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> Snitch. 
when I was 16. And the judge in her findings said, Nintendo put up a lot of experts, but Galoob put up a 16-year-old game player, Glenn Rubenstein, and that was the compelling testimony. Wow. Because I was like, gamers aren't dumb. You're such a Um, freaking legend, Glenn. (laughs) I got paid 20 bucks an hour for that trial, and I found out later. Well, yeah, but I found out later expert witnesses make like 10 times that. Yeah. (laughs) Like I got so screwed. Should have gotten an agent, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out that episode. Uh, so let's talk about the six pack challenge. Their more contenders match for the SmackDown women's championship with Liv Morgan, Sonya Deville, Raquel Rodriguez, Lacey Evans, Shotzi, and Zia Lee tonight. Uh, I love when you know, everything, Smack- everything went as planned in this match, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially the finish, right? <laughs> they didn't even give him the table spot, by the way. They just, I thought they were going to go back to it. They're like, no, nope, we fucked that up. Let's just go home. <laughs> they tried. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> poor those poor women. Because it looked like they were setting something up pretty good. The crowd was into it. And then they all crashed and burned. And the crowd was like, all right, table. Let's go back to this table. Do you not think it's like uh I mean if the the one thing I said as I was watching it is if they would have executed it successfully, it would have been a great spot. But even the fact that you had the smallest one jump from so far away, like it didn't feel like you placed the right people in the right spot. Like yeah. probably should have had Raquel because she probably barely even needs to leave being so long, you know, but like even, and I get it because Liv Morgan has been so hard, you know, she's into this psycho hardcore stage. It'll make sense for her to be doing that. But I was like, why would you pick the smallest of them all to be the one to, to do that spot? Regardless, I see what they tried. They tried, but it was a big botch. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, but there were some good spots in the match. Yeah. And Shotzi Lacey Blackheart. Evans still alive. I mean, I was worried about her. Yeah, Lacey Evans siding, so she's not cutting promos anymore, but she is there. Thank God. <laughs> no, see, I wanted to cut the promos because I want to see your reaction to these promos. <laughs> I need the companion pieces. <laughs> Hard times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, she's still there. Good for her. I mean, she didn't do much, but she was there. She Shotzi took the Black- pin. Didn't she take the pin? I think she took the pin. Am I yeah. misremembering that? Did she? I think so. Uh, Shotzi is going to face Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. It's another gonna- feud that's starting very late in terms of the buildup. Yeah, I mean, all of it is. But she's going to get a great entrance. I hope they get her a real tank, full size, mm. to enter. Um, but it's not a good sign when she was backstage talking to Emma and then gets attacked by Rhonda and Shayna and just like beat up. Like that's this is not a promising start for people that are thinking maybe Shotzi can win this. If she Who gets to use the, yeah, I don't think yeah, I was gonna ask if she gets to <laughs> use sorry. the tank, does, does she still beat Rhonda Rousey even if she gets to use the tank? Because I don't think she would. <laughs> Glenn said no one ever, but anyways, I I <laughs> I thought it's like a throwaway feud for Ronda. I don't see her losing the title, but it's a good thing for Shotzi to be getting this opportunity. We'll see where she goes. But yeah, if the first thing we see is her getting choked out by Shayna Baszler doing the dumb baby face syndrome of not knowing who's behind you as you're talking crap, it was just, not, it didn't do her a lot of favors. The tank looked great. Clean up on Isle Green. <laughs> that was a good line. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh ricochet got interrupted by gunther in the middle of his promo this was great i love gunther 
Uh, Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal in a first round tournament. Yeah, let's go, Braun. Braun's making it. Braun's winning that World Cup. He's going to show all you flippy floppers. Maybe Shane McMahon's going to show up and it's going to be like the best in the world tournament at the end. Let's do it. Maybe this is where Shane so. does his low key comeback, you know? Yeah, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman have history. So imagine Braun Strowman makes it to the end and here comes Shane calling him stupid again. And then Braun has to tell us about all those times that he was bullied. And then you're going to wonder how dumb do you have to be to be that big and still get bullied? Like, this is going to be a great story. <laughs> <laughs> If it's if it's Ricochet versus Braun in the finals, it has to take place at a Kroger's. I want it to be a great <laughs> street fight at a Kroger's. I mean, Braun won. I, you know, here's my new thing when I see Jinder is I just keep thinking they've dropped the ball with this guy so many times. Yeah, he's I mean, cooked. yeah, it's uh, so unfortunate. I don't know about you, but every time I see gender, all I think about is that Punjabi celebration party, and that was so lit, good. And I will never forget it. Didn't that slap? Yo, big time. I love I, I'm still thinking about that freaking yeah. segment. That shit. I was like, hey, I'm gonna have a party with some Indians. Like that shit was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they really rushed, they just rushed him. I, I mean, it was clear what they were kind of trying to do, but it was just very sloppy. And I do think he could have worked out as a heel world champion had they taken about six months to build him up first. I don't know about that. Well, All I say is I want to party with them. I didn't say I want him to champ. <laughs> I'm saying he could have been champ. I think he had the look and he could have he talked, he just they just forced him on us. And it, he was incredible. It didn't seem organic at all. There was a while where I think he had the best physique, not just oh, yeah. WWE, all, but like all of professional wrestling. Yeah, he, he looked like a world champion kind of like material. They just, they screwed it up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Sheed Black, 499 Super Chat, wants to know, did I have Rob the Robot or the Power Glove for Nintendo? I did have the Power Glove, and it was a huge piece of crap. Didn't work. Wasn't that the central point of that WizKid game with Kevin Arnold and Fred Savage? The wizard? Yes, that was on cable the other night when we were flipping around. And my again, my wife had never seen that, and I had to explain to her so much about that movie. Uh, but the Power Glove, yes, uh, is central in that film. Doesn't that well, I girl make out... You say Oh, go ahead. Alf. No, no, go ahead. You know, you go ahead. I want to hear this. I was just going to say he said something about flipping around, and I was like, Braun Strowman's going to show up at your house and beat <laughs> Flippy flopper. Uh, the, girl, the girl in the movie is Jenny Lewis, yeah. later of the band Rilo Kylie, not to be confused with Kylo Riley or Riley Keough. Uh, and Je yeah, Jenny Lewis is solo music. She's a musician now. Her solo music is phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Um, Didn't she yeah. make out with both of them in the end, back to back? No, she like kissed the little brother and then kissed Fred Savage. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, Christian Slater's in that movie for some reason. He is. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Not a great film. <laughs> I love it. Kissing. You should read that next super chat. Yes. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Alfred, why don't you read that super chat? <laughs> okay, I'll gladly. Now, <laughs> the views and questions expressed by Bear Hudson are his own. So, this is friend of the show, Bear Hudson. As a super chat, we read all super chats on this channel. And he says, This is Bear Hudson now. Don't you edit this and make it look like I'm saying this. Bear Hudson went to a funeral today to help my mom and notice her close friend since I was small. She is 70, but does not look her age. Should I smash or leave? Bear, respectfully. Smash, but we're all black. Smash. Yeah, please. Please have some respect. I'm popping for Glenn's little profile picture. I saw that, Glenn. I saw that. <laughs> that didn't get past me. I saw the script Starbucks coffee. <laughs> Yeah, um, Bear, I would definitely say smash. Respectfully, though. Respectfully. And um, Applebee's have an excellent senior uh, discount, so make sure that she pays. <laughs> I know about that. As you are both aging, not as old as I am, do you ever watch movies and then look up an actor or actress and figure out how old they were when they made that movie. And you're like, you're like, there's five years younger than, than I am now. Yeah. It's, and it's just weird how old they look all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Very Especially strange. Especially those like teenage movies back in the nineties that all these teenagers look like they were 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> like the breakfast club. Yes. And speaking of Wilford Brimley. looking teenagers in the book. <laughs> Wilford Brimley wasn't even 50 years old when he made the movie Cocoon. But he played one of the senior oh, wow. citizens. Yeah. yeah. Just an old looking dude, I guess. Um, yeah. And you compared him to Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson's been the same way. He looks now the way he looks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there are some people. And here's the other thing when you watch 80s movies. Like, there are a lot of teenagers that were played by people that were, like, in their early 20s. But they look middle-aged. Right. And I was trying to figure this out. With women, I think it is. Because I remember this when I was in grade school. I remember a lot of girls I went to school with, like, would, like, go and get their hair cut with their mom and they would end up getting like a mom haircut when mm. they were 15 years old <laughs> it was a very weird phenomenon in the 80s and 90s um zachary r two dollars Wee herman hanging with legato on smack i loved it i thought I he said that. i said that too on my stream i was like why is he cosplaying as Wee herman uh she'd black buck 99 whiz kid is a good movie have i seen whiz kid yeah we were just Oh, no, but was that was that? the wizard. Oh, we're the wizard. wizard. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let me see. What's what's? Oh, wizard? I thought it was about some kid in Philadelphia ordering cheesesteak. <laughs> Extra whiz. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Like, there's a lot of like, you know, you know what it is. I haven't seen a lot of um, kids movies kind of from that era because I think as I became a teenager, I was like, well, I'm not going to watch kids movies anymore. But then, like, I'm flipping on cable. Oh, flipping again. There we go. Flippy, flippy flopping on uh the cable and then it's like oh i never saw sidekicks with chuck norris so now i'm gonna watch this and like this movie is insane legitimately insane Everything. i always <laughs> thought the, i always thought the movie was about uh jonathan brandis and he was like learning karate from chuck norris it is about jonathan brandis as a kid who fantasizes that he is chuck norris's sidekick in a bunch of movies <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> very meta yeah, and then at the end, he's in a karate tournament. The evil sensei is played by Joe Piscopo. Um, and uh, J Chuck Norris shows up at the karate tournament. Spoiler. And Jonathan Brandis actually gets to meet him. 
Wow. Yeah, Come but it's, it's just a crazy movie. Like, I've never seen Three Ninjas. What? See, okay, that was legit. I was a little too old. I, I didn't see Captain Ron until like six months ago. Like, a little behind on uh, some things. Got to get on that. Sheed Black, but I didn't know he did me, me the wizard. Thank you, Sheed, yeah. for clarifying. Um, I like Whiskey. I'm going to make it into a YouTube series. Of is it going to be like... like trying uh, try different cheesesteaks all over, all over Philadelphia. I was going to say, you could probably uh, get people some Kryptonesia, like the uh, uh, Kazam, Shazam, you know. <laughs> Sinbad never you know, started in that movie. You know, that's a Mandela effect. Don't get me started yeah. on that. Oh, it exists. It definitely exists. Well, speaking of uh, Kryptonesia... Um, so tonight, okay, Hit Row, B-Fab was going to have a match against who? I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. it was going to be Zelina. Okay, it was going to be against Zelina. That's right. B-Fab, Hit Row comes out make their entrance, but Sarah Logan shows up going full Antler Queen. She's back. We knew she was back. And they're attacked by the Viking Raiders. I do not like what they are doing with Hit Row. I love that they brought Hit Row back, but I do not like that now Legato attacks them. Uh, the Viking Raiders attack them. This is not good for Hit Row. It's not just Hit Row. It's every stable. Like, they need to... WWE starting to have the AEW problem where there's a lot of great debuts and they do not follow up, particularly with these stables because first Hit Row comes in, then they get cannibalized by Legato. They got cannibalized by the Viking Raiders. And they're just going to keep introducing these stables and not telling me who they are and just cannibalizing. That was my whole point. It feels like they all debuted it the same way. Maybe not hit row. They kind of came out, right? But after that, Legato debuted attacking them. Now you have the Viking Raiders debuting. Even though we just saw them on TV recently. Yeah. And they were putting on some great matches against the New Day. But now they have the Endler Queen with them. And I, I love Sarah Logan's look. Completely different than what well, we've seen before. Is it? Is it completely different? Have we never seen it before? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not talking about our other project, Glenn. I'm no, 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 about no, no, no. You, oh, you didn't see this on Twitter. What? So Heidi Howitzer and uh, people were pointing out comparisons to Max the Impaler, wrestlers on the indies that have worked in Ring of Honor. In fact, Max the Impaler, they had a match on AEW Dark. Shockingly similar to what Sarah Logan was rocking tonight. I'm looking at it right now, and it is very similar. Okay, fine. Can somebody send me the tweet? Uh, Yes, go to Heidi Howitzer's Twitter. She's got on there. uh, I saw quite a few people. Quite a few, <laughs> quite a few people were uh, talking about this tonight. Well, I think that for what we see today in in national TV wrestling, I guess she did have a different look. But I will go look at this then, because yeah. there's a lot of people stealing other people's ideas happening all over the internet right now. Actually, all over the internet, there was a yes. controversy yeah. with a kid too. Was it? Yeah, um, Axiom actually with the mask. Yeah, I mean, it is very similar to somebody on the Indies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, impersonation is a huge problem and not just oh. on Twitter, also in the world of professional wrestling. Oh my God. Is Twitter not a shit show <laughs> with these fake verified accounts now? Oh my God. I love it. I'm not paying for a new one, but what I'm doing, <laughs> if they're not taking this badge away from me, I'm retiring right. my jersey. I'm retiring my jersey. This is an OG badge back when you had to actually earn them. And then I know where this is going. Eventually, the bad people, the Nazis and whatnot, are going to start getting these badges because all you have to do is pay for it, and they're going to suspend this program. They'll be begging me from an OG it's badge. It's already back. suspended. Twitter blue, Twitter blue already went away to them. People that had already gotten their badges got take them away. Like You can't sign up for it anymore. Good. I was seeing so many... 
first of all, seeing so many fake tweets. And on top of that, I do got to say the memes about like, oh, this is a real verification, a fake verification. Like it got old real quick. Like it only took 24 hours for that meme to stop being funny. <laughs> Shout out to the fake LeBron James account that's been getting a lot oh. of traction and like tweeting out how he's getting traded and stuff like that. It's yeah, like, yeah that. I, fell, I fell for a Yankees one. There was a Yankees one verified and I didn't look at the whole thing and they were talking about how they re-signed Aaron Judge and it was like, like I th think they put something like, 800,000 million, like a crazy number. And I'm yeah. like, no, they did. And I felt for, for a second. And then I was like, oh, come on. And so nobody I... trolled WWE with this. Yeah, seriously. You would think, hey, listen, there's still an opportunity there. So <laughs> I might choose AEW, but uh, you know what? I'm going to create a fake Tony Khan account. And I bet you they won't be able to tell the difference. There was one. There was already one. Oh, there is one. Yeah, yeah. They were like, I don't know what match was announced. It was like a really dumb match. And I saw a lot of people fall for it. Did it say like justified? This is awesome chance. <laughs> justified, this is awesome chance. No, listen, that's my favorite thing in the world. I would just, if I was a fake Tony account account, anytime there's a tragedy, I would tweet justified. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. I would never do that. Uh, Dylan Matthews asking, does, does, my, does my Roman tracksuit come out? It's actually a jacket by a brand name Cool K U H L, and they've got the thumb holes. Oh, sleeves. look at that. Yeah, I love these. Love, love these. Love plumbers. a good thumb hole. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> thumb holes forever, man. <laughs> so, I, guess, I, I live, I hope you guys realize I do this podcast just to get reactions out of Glenn. That's it. That's the only reason. Oh, yeah. Me too. Ah. <laughs> So, He's like the dad. You're like the dad of this podcast. Don't keep me and Alfred from not getting all yeah, three you, of us fired. It's great. You keep us from getting canceled. You keep us right on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. It's funny that I'm the 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 adult. I'm the old man. You are the adult here. When I when I do my thanks at Thanksgiving table, I'm gonna make sure I mention that I'm thankful for you before I mention thumb holes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about this main event segment with Roman Reigns honoring the Usos after their victory tonight. Uh, but before they really had a chance to get into it much. Um, the brawling brutes. Yeah, we don't out. kill the freaking moment. Okay, this is going to be a great match. I mean, Butch and Ridge coming out, Sheamus coming out, like Drew McIntyre. I see. I think this is going to be a really good match. But it's like, problem is these guys are not on the bloodlines level when it comes to promo, ring presence, any of that. No, like nobody is. I think it'll be a really good. I'm actually very excited match. for it. I think there's a lot of parts. They're all big stars. Sheamus leveled up. After that match against Gunther and uh, Drew McIntyre is the top guy getting pushed there. I particularly loved, and poor Sheamus, the mic died on him. So nope. you know, it really wasn't his fault. But Roman, Roman, Roman Reigns played it up very well. On him. Roman Reigns jumped this man. He goes, You're, you can't even get that mic to work. What are you going to do? <laughs> Roman has gotten so good at his job. And, uh, and I just like playing things out as they're happening in the moment. That segment that we saw with the Usos, you know, with the bloodline and all of them breaking character and how he was able to keep it going while still laughing. He has gotten so good. And I, I don't know if you guys saw his 
interview with Logan Paul, but he talked about that, about how mm -hmm. you have to be able to do things on the fly and, and how long it takes him. He said, you know, I've been here for 10 years now and I'm still learning, you know, but it's, it shows the skills that you pick up. Not a lot of people are able to come back or people will just stand there waiting for Seamus to get the mic working. Yeah. They were able to kind of like save the segment, but it looked like he was about to acknowledge the Usos right before the Brawling Bruce music hit. And I was like kind of waiting for that moment also. Did you guys notice how Roman Reigns hugged Jay compared to how Roman Reigns hugged Jimmy? No. No, I have to go oh, back he held on. He held on to Jay a lot longer. It was a lot more appreciation with Jimmy. It was just over, oh, well, bring it in, and that was it. Jay, he held on for longer. I'm noticing the little details because I feel like the bloodline is so calculated about everything that they do that I, I, I kind of picked up on that. That's the Roman Reigns character, too. That's why it's such a mm -hmm. great character. I think the central thing he does is he emotionally manipulates everybody some way or some form. Yeah, mm. even before, when we had the backstage segment and the Usos walk in celebrating, like, yeah, did you see that? I know you saw that. And Roman just stays seated for like a 30 mm -hmm. seconds before he got up and congratulated them. You saw the tension on the Usos, like, oh, crap, what did we yeah. do? I thought what we did was good. So it's, it's amazing to see how much control he has over everybody. Very humble of him to not mention 800 days of Roman Reigns as champion. Yeah. Very humble. It's been a very beautiful 800 days. 803, actually. Well, 804 because it's past midnight here. So it's been wow. great. I count every day. Every morning I wake up and I say my grace for Roman Reigns as another day as champion. It's part of my routine. The problem I have... With the problem I have with some of these endings when they go off the air like three minutes before is that it's like, is, is that it? Really? Like, it doesn't feel... I don't know. Like, I felt like this was kind of predictable what happened. I don't feel like they, they didn't end with a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But you got to start setting up war games. We know Bloodline is going to be involved. They're the poster. So yeah. at some point you do have to set it up, I guess. But they did this on Raw with the women where, you know, they're still missing members who's going to be yeah. the next person. And I, I'm assuming that's your cliffhanger. Well, and Jeff Bailey's got it. What I think as well, Sami Zayn's going to be the fifth and then Owens will be added to the Brawling Brutes. I can see that. Yeah, I was happy um, for Sheamus though. I think Sheamus is gonna it's gonna be great. Dream Realm asking, did you ever beat horse on Nintendo track? I, I, I did not. Which which game was that? I don't know. I've never even heard of Nintendo yeah, track. I'm just like like which one like because I had to Google it and I'm like, this does not ring any bells. So I think Dream he's Realm. About track and field game. Oh, oh, you get to race the horse. So was track and field. Um we just sit there and mash the button. And we get tiring. And then we got the power pad for that game where you're supposed to be able to run in. And we would just sit there and get on the ground and hit the pads with our fists because that was faster than actually running. <laughs> Good times. The opposite of running. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, it's uh, what gamers do. Uh, so let's talk about Rampage. Mid. <laughs> it was, though. It followed Fred Claus, which you set the bar high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did tune in time to see the last minute because I, SmackDown ended early, early I so tweeted, I did catch that. I tweeted this. Why isn't Tony Khan going to uh, Warner Brothers and saying, why don't we let a wrestler pick a movie from you know that you have rights to? They'll intro it. They'll come between the commercials, come on the air, and like talk about the movie and why they like it and get people hyped why don't because you're always showing the accountant and batman versus superman why don't you tie this in and have it hosted by an AEW wrestler 
because I bet you there is not an insignificant number of people that probably would turn off SmackDown for that. I like that. I like that. The very Eric Bischoff move, but I think it would work. I nominate Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss would be amazing. Yeah. Doing that. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I mean, they could do this with, with almost any wrestler and it would be interesting. Can you imagine if the acclaimed got to pick the movie? That went on got before? My that yeah. would be great. It would be eight mile. Yeah, came out, hell yeah. Just came out go. on uh just came out on uh 4K Blu-ray. God, what a let's movie. Go. So good. Who would have thought that Papa Doc would go on to become the new Captain America from, from out of the shelter? Insane, right? Yeah. His <laughs> real name's Clarence. Who we always thought? knew he was fake. You know, we don't, that's what he should have been the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought Lotto and Lickety Split would not go on to other things? Yeah. I was hoping for big things for Lotto. I like this. Listen, I'm not saying Eminem lost that battle, okay? No. But no. it was close. No, <laughs> Lotto's verse. Lotto's verse was good. Like, Rabbits was just a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. He could have gone on to become the face of a sports bra, you know, line. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched a top or a new bra. <laughs> I, have watched got the a job. I have watched the last 20 minutes of that film easily 200 times in the last. Oh, more than minutes. that oh, for yeah. me. More than yeah. that for me. I think yeah. I watched yeah. that movie in the theaters a good 10 times. So and good. the DVD commentary, in addition, I've watched a bunch of times when they actually yeah, did the legit battles where he was supposed to be pantomiming, but Eminem is so competitive that he actually started battling these guys, cooked them all, cooked them. All I of the, them. I have the original script for that uh it's available online you can find it pretty easily and like yes. the writer wrote the story and you get to the freestyle things and it's just like and then eminem sounds says some like mind-blowing shit right here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eminem um is the person that taught me how to curse in english and i'm very thankful to him for that i love that mm -hmm. uh, night one saying gals and anderson used to host movies on pop tv when impact was still on the network that is brilliant i would have watched that if i knew where pop was on the cable dial yeah Oh, Pop TV is where Big Brother After Dark used to air. I watch it. Hmm. What is Alfred protesting? What the hell? Um, <laughs> so, well, he Alfred just was saying he wants to talk about Rampage because he loved Rampage tonight. So much. Actually, I, I will say, I, and I barely ever say this, I was excited for Rush against Bandito tonight. So I was looking okay. forward to a good. match on Rampage. That was good. I thought that was probably the high point tonight. Uh, we start with Jungle Boy face to face with Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Uh, this field is going on uh, just as long as Jericho Association jobbers against the BCC. Like, it's enough. <laughs> We've been seeing these matches since before All Out. Yeah, I'm over this too. And I was not protesting Pop TV. I oh, had to go sure you weren't. But you know what? Like, I feel like there's something with AEW where either their, their storyline goes up for too long or there's no storyline at all. You mm -hmm. th either throw a match together just because or you have a storyline that goes on and on and on. Like, they need to find that happy medium and happy balance. I agree. And they need to do a better job at writing these storylines so that we know when, because I don't even think that it's that the storyline's going on. I just feel like they just ran out of stuff for it, so they just have them having matches. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also don't write, I don't know if they're writing scripts or not, but let's not mention I squash you at all out and remind us how long this has been going on for. Because yeah. as soon as he said that, I was like, Jesus, he's right. They've been doing this for months. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But still change match. Always fun times. Absolutely. Um, I thought that the promo was intense, but I feel like I've seen versions of this before. Right. I do think Jungle Boy has gotten a lot better doing live promos and on the mic. Definitely. Like when we look at three years ago, he looked like he was about to have an anxiety attack every time he had to talk live. And now he looks a lot more comfortable. Probably the most improved on promos over the year. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons they're stalling is, is because Christian got hurt in the end game ah. is Christian versus Jungle Boy. So they're kind of throwing this in. So, I mean, it does seem like storyline wise with their friendship and all that, they are capitalizing. And I think Christian's doing a great job. But at the same time, you can feel that they're stalling. Yes. Um, well, what did you think of Brian Cage versus Dante Martin? First round match for the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament, Alfred. I thought Dante looked great. I mean, unfortunately, they don't do anything with these guys, so it was hard to care about it. But once Dante started flying around, the entire crowd got into it, and I thought he was really good. And so it's good to see Brian Cage from Chico, California, is back doing something. So good for him. Shout out to Chico, He's, California. Shout out Which to Chico. Is, He's been interesting recently. Like, I don't know. Ever since his uh, match with Warlow, I personally feel Brian Cage has really turned a corner. We went from not seeing him to not only seeing him constantly, but putting Putting on great matches. When you put Dante Martin on as good and talented as he is, I assume he's gonna lose. He never wins. So, yeah, good match. Um, backstage, we had a face off with Hook and Lee Moriarty. Yeah, Hook's still over. So good thing they're doing something with Hook. And who did Bandito wrestle against, Isa? Rush. <laughs> I was about to say Butch. We did see Butch at the end of Smackdown. Oh, we did. That's right. Butch. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was a really good match. These guys really talented. Great. Really enjoyed this. This this woke me up a bit uh, after when when tonight was starting to drag a little. It was great. And I'm going to go a step further and say that I believe that Bandito, and this is a very high bar, but I do believe he is the single most talented person on that roster. And I think wow. that they have gold and it's a big deal that they sign him. And I want to see him be like a real top star there because he has the talent. He's And the crowd is always doing already doing some of his shtick from the indies where they would chant Trace when he would get a near fall and dose when his opponents, and they were doing that in other matches. And this guy is one of those guys who's so charismatic, does not really need to be a great promo. He's a great wrestler. And if they put him in these great matches, he's going to get over by himself. That escalated quickly. Most talented, yes. huh? Most talented he's on great. this roster. He's great. Uh, the one thing that I will nitpick at this match is that there was a little bit of a distraction at the end. And I think that Rouge and Bandido are both so talented that I would have rather not have any distractions, let the match in, you know, normal and clean without any kind of shenanigans. Yes. So Bandito won and Rush. lost. <laughs> Roman is not dropping the bird the belt to anyone, Gary. Come on, please. Um, what about CM Punk? You don't think he's gonna do the job of CM Punk at WrestleMania? No. Nope. <laughs> he's gonna smash CM Punk. He's gonna smash The Rock. He's gonna smash Cody. All of your favorites are gonna get smashed. Uh, my guy Cody's coming for Roman. Cody has a message for Roman, personally delivered to me. He said he's coming <laughs> for you, Roman, and he paused yeah. it too. But you're right that the John Silver. Hopefully, he don't break since he's so fragile nowadays. Oh come on, <laughs> injuries have 
This is <laughs> this guy wrestled with a broken freaking peck. Yes. Yeah, from the gym. Uh, he didn't even, he didn't even get broken at the freaking at the ring. He was just working out. I heard that he was in the midway through his fourth rep benching a thousand pounds and he wanted the world record. And that's how it broke. Okay. Wow. That's what the streets told me. One thousand pounds. Wow, Raj Giri. Raj Giri wow. just tweeted about the LA Knight, the El Bray Knight segment, and said that LA Knight and Bray Wyatt are two of his favorite promos. Oh. LA Knight is one of Raj Giri's favorite promos. <laughs> and also, at this time, we know that Raj starts drinking a little wine, so I wouldn't. Yeah, this is Friday Night Raj talking. This is that yeah, box wine yeah. talking. NWO Raj, come on. Yeah. Did you say box wine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Raj has been a fan of LA Knight for a while though he, when we would do the That's Wednesday true. night podcast he would put him over okay okay uh, but you're right though John Silver shouldn't have interfered this was a really good match Bandito should have won this on his own I love Bandito yeah. I love so Bandito you... I like his look I like the mask it's different than your regular mask yeah. I, I like him a lot I recently he looks like a superhero with him Recently became familiar with him, um, interviewed him a couple of months ago, and I went back and watched a few things, and I, I was instantly a fan just going back and watching a handful of matches. I was like, holy crap, this guy's got it. <laughs> um, so Jake Hager still has that hat. I guess I'm one to talk. I bought a lot of hats till I found the right one. Yours are better. I, I own the equivalent of the purple bucket hat. But I, you know, yeah. I ordered when I was ordering the hats, I got a beret at one point. I put that on. I was like, nope, this isn't going on the air. <laughs> oh, come on. Why? This was a mistake. You, you get the beret and then get like a bow tie and uh, the Koran and a suit. <laughs> what a it I'll do it with you. <laughs> come on. Do brother. it, guys. Come on. <laughs> you got to do it too, Heath. I'll figure something out. I'll figure. Fine. I'll do it too. <laughs> wow. It's so hard to convince. <laughs> Um, so this was fun. This is fine. It is what it is. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Kayla Sparks. That <laughs> I love Nyla Rose right now. I'm sorry. This whole stealing the belt and completely yeah. pretending it's yours. I'm so entertained by it. It's the most I've liked Nyla Rose in a while now. No, and the best part has been her trolling. And this is what I already expected, but her trolling this title's theft on Twitter has been. As yeah. good as advertised. Yeah. Her social media game is on point. Yeah. Top five in all of wrestling. Nyla yeah. Rose. <laughs> no, she's phenomenal. Um, I think that it's entertaining. This gives this gives us a nice diversion with Jade. As opposed yeah. to just having her. Gives her something know. to do. It gives a storyline. And it's actually turning her baby face. Instead of her just going baby face unexplained. I think people are really rooting for her to get that title back. Yeah. So Jade and the baddies headed to the ring. And... It went about how you'd think it would go. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Lee Johnson for the All-Atlantic Championship. Orange out there with the best friends and Dan Housen. Issa, what'd you think of this match? It was fun. Um, I, I like Orange Cassidy a lot in the ring. I, I don't like his sticks, but then once he starts wrestling, I'm like, this guy's really freaking good. You know, I just don't like the gimmick itself. But all of his matches, you're guaranteed to have a good time. And I did. I did. I did feel it was predictable, but it didn't enjoy the match any less. Yeah, not necessarily a marquee main event, but they have mm -hmm. tried with this All Atlantic title since 
Orange Cassidy won it, I feel. I feel like he's defending it a lot more. He defended it against Shibata, which I think is a big deal. They could have made that a bigger deal, and they should have. But I think they're doing a lot with this title. And But it's just, unfortunately, Lee Johnson, who I do like, he's just not a marquee name. So it looks like right. we're getting a fast national Saturday tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Vince, if you're watching, I will let you push the button. I'll let you, you push the give button. Us, give us a prediction of what you think this number is going to be? What did they do last week? I, I'm thinking... 150. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about 390. I'm thinking 395 for tomorrow. Do you well, think Fred caused the, the higher rating? Yeah. Like, did Fred cause do more than than? Oh, Fred for Hitch? sure, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Fred caused is more over. And and TNT is like you couldn't you couldn't hold the the Fred Claus lead in. <laughs> we gave you this valuable lead in. <laughs> yeah. And then Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I swear, like it's oh it is. I, Fred Claus was at least different. It's always Ready Player One, one of the more recent DC movies, like yeah. or The Accountant. Like it's always the same thing. Yeah, I thought I had turned on the wrong channel when I saw a different leading. I was like, did I turn on TNT or TBS? Like <laughs> I thought I was in the wrong. Cole Carter came into attack Cassidy after Cassidy won the match. Cassidy leveled him. The best friends hugged around him, and then Trent and Chuck. Took him down with a double choke slam. Tony Khan really seems to be into this Cole Carter. Is this stacks or two dimes? Stacks. I call him Shark Boy. I Shark call him Boy, Shark yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had him in that segment. Like, I don't think it made a lot of sense that they had him in that segment with the whole Darby and Sting and Jeff Jarrett, and then he wasn't there at all with them this week, and now he shows up here. For me, he feels a little all over the place right now. Yeah, of all people, he's getting on TV every week. I mean... Yeah, I mean... He's part of the D'Angelo family. This is not just WWE thing, you know. He's got he's got family in the what is that place? What 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 industry oh, do they work Sanitation, out? sanitation. Yeah, business. he's got family in the sanitation business, so you know he's gonna get TV time no matter where he goes. Do you think that's what it is that Tony D is calling Tony Khan like, hey man, oh, yeah. you better take care oh, yeah. of my boy? That would be amazing. One thousand percent. Tony Khan fears Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, but I mean, two dimes is like the. Uh, you know, the uh, the Joey Fatone of the D'Angelo family. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, Tony D himself is the Justin, the JC, and the Lance. He's that Joey too. Just Justin and JC. Just Justin and JC. <laughs> um, good on him that he's, uh, you know, doing something on AEW. I'd like to see Bodie. Go to AEW. Like I said, I think, uh, man, if you want to explain the varsity blondes into a trio, I think Bodie would be a phenomenal addition to that stable. The storyline. Hmm. Maybe he goes back. back. I have faith that he dropped out and then he's going to realize that that was a bad decision and he'll be right back to chase you. Pursuing education. And the lesson there is stay in school. Yeah, stay in school, kids. Chase you, the most uh, prestigious university in all Florida. Yeah. So there you have it. That was SmackDown. That was Rampage. It was an exciting yeah. night. I mean, Roman Reigns was there, so that's always fun. But Sami Zayn wasn't. 
Oh yeah, he changed his phone number. <laughs> I love that you're like, yo, does that still work? I mean, it's the only way I could think of to check on him. You gotta give me credit for even remembering that. Uh, Zoe Stark like retweeted me with some shade. <gasps> what? Really? Because I, I was that. like, Nikita's gonna finish this. Zoe started it. Nikita's gonna finish it. She was like, "Oh, it's cute that you think that." Oh wow! Well, that's good. Oh. She's paying attention. Shout out to yeah. Zoe Stark. Yeah, yeah. I do not. I I I don't see a possibility. Or I'll just say I don't want to live in a world where Nikita Lyons is not NXT Women's Champion by WrestleMania weekend. By the end of WrestleMania weekend, I think we're gonna get that. Might hmm. happen sooner, but I don't think it'll happen later than that. Okay, we'll see. I mean, who? Who else? Cora Jade. Sol Ruka. <laughs> they are supposedly no, really high on Cora off, Jade. I thought I was reaching. You're just like, te that's enough. Te pasaste, I know. <laughs> Cora's good, but... Tiffany Stratton, if she comes back. Tiffany Stratton's been posting up a storm on Instagram lately. She's got to be coming back soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's exciting, though. Uh, so, did you guys watch uh, Becky on Young Rock last week? No. I did not. It's good. I have to check it out. It, she was actually better, more accurate casting than the majority yeah. of, like, like, they had a dude that, like, didn't look like Mr. T, and they're at the Goonies music video party, and they just got, like, a random fat kid, and Mr. T's like, so chunk, I like your movie. Like, it was just, <laughs> like, no effort whatsoever put into the casting of the majority of these roles. Like, we'll put a wig on him, it'll be fine. You know? But Becky did the voice. It was good. That's awesome. Good I'll have to check it out. At least her segment I'll check out. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, everybody... And yeah, do people like Young Rock aside from the like fun? I mean, like, I, f I feel like what I've seen of it, there's like one, there's a couple good scenes every episode, but I've yet to see a full episode where I'm like, oh, this was an amazing episode of Young Rock. I haven't it does okay it. in the ratings, but yeah, I've, I've seen a couple episodes and I thought they were good, but I'm not into it. I don't watch every week. I haven't. I only watched the segment with the Young Roman Rings. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we watched this. I didn't think we were. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not because I wasn't a huge fan of the movie or the books. But we watched all of AMC's interview with the vampire, and it was just like, holy shit! Oh, like, I love that movie. It's one of my you favorites. Would love the TV show. The first season's eight episodes, uh, and that is like that is hardcore for a basic cable show. Like, oh, I had to check it out. You're yeah, the first one to recommend it. To it me. is violent. There is so much sex, so much like nudity, like. Uh, but it was way more interesting than the movie. Is there any kind of vampires? Well, it's all vampires. Okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> I mean, no, it's got Lestat. It's got uh, yeah, Louis. Yeah, yeah. It's got Claudia. Uh, it was very well done. Very well. Done. <laughs> I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Highly recommend. Uh, have a good weekend, everyone. We will catch you back here on Tuesday for NXT. The Raw crew will be here on Monday Take it easy. Isa is at NYC Dima Diva. That's Diva with one. Alfred's at This is Nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs>